Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. I'm your host, Ephraim Guzman. Today, my guests are Marcus Redman and Alicia Minchu. And this conversation, we just go all over the place. And it's just hilarious when you're just, you know, no filters, you're open and honest, and you're talking freely. And, you know, we haven't talked in a long time, especially me and Lish. We formed a little bit of a friendship and, you know, we talk off the air and she's just a breath of fresh air and very honest and very open and Marcus as well. Marcus is just chilling, having whiskey and we're just talking conversation and we're talking about his latest projects coming up with Murphy and, well, I don't want to, you'll hear him, hear him and her talk about it and, um... I'm just rambling too much now, but let's just get into the conversation and enjoy the show. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. So how are you guys? Marcus Redmond and Alicia Minshew. What's going on, guys? You got it, baby. <laughs> well, like I said, Marcus is having his whiskey, and I just had some Cheerios. So yes. that's how, this is how we roll. <laughs> so, so clearly, I'm the health nut. <laughs> I, well, you know. I know. And it, it, isn't it too early for whiskey, though? Or it's always, um, any time is good for whiskey? <laughs> It's never, I was going to say, you're talking to Marcus, it is never, it's never a bad time for whiskey for Marcus, nor is it ever a bad time for Cheerios for me, so. It's like saying it's a bad time for breathing, come on. <laughs> right. Um, oh my God, we've been trying to do this for so long, haven't we? Yeah, it's been like a years, right? A couple of years. Two years, Has three it been years. A couple of years. Yes, because oh, I was still wow. living in New York when I was trying to get you guys together on the on on the show. But oh, yeah, it's man. been a while, man. Okay. But first, you know, before before you guys start, everything's going to get scatterbrained real quick. I just want to, yeah, you yeah. know, how did you guys meet? That's what I want to know. How did you guys meet? Oh, that's good. <laughs> okay, Marcus, 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 I open it up to you. <laughs> Go ahead, Marcus. So, uh, I had this manager. Yeah. Yes. And. Uh, he also managed Alicia. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, he, uh, ah, what the hell, I'll be nice. He, yes, you will be nice. He, 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 he helped me uh, sort of piece together a cast for the first film that I was doing. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned Alicia Minshew. I I had no idea who that was because I didn't watch the soap operas, so I didn't yeah. I didn't know who it was. So he sends me this this video of her, and you know she's gorgeous mm-hmm. and bubbly and and fun and and goofy, and she sounded to me like the character. I had written a character in this piece, and Alicia sounded like the character only if things had worked out for that character. Mm-hmm. Like the character, things actually didn't work out for her. Right, Alicia, it was like it was like it like it works for her. So right. I I asked to uh, speak with her, and I guess the man oh, yeah. made some introductions and such. Uh, and very quickly, we were on the phone. Uh, yeah, we were on the phone, and the manager was completely out of the uh, the loop because she and I just became incredible phone friends. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He, he actually told me about you. He said, you, this is when I was still working with him in, in Los Angeles. I was, ironically, you and I, Marcus, were both living in Los Angeles. Now, I'm in New York City. You're in Los Angeles, but, or you're in California. But at the time, 
No, I'm sorry. When he, no, I was working with him in California, but I had just moved back to New York, mm. literally. And, oh, okay. and, and yeah, and he said, you know, uh, this client of mine, Marcus Redman, he's blah blah blah, Jiggy Hauser, this and that. You guys have met on the set of another film, I think Jules Stewart's film. And yeah. then he, he was telling me, you know, what a great writer you are, and you have all these different scripts. And and he told me about this script, and it sounded so good, and. That was it. I was like, yeah, I want to meet. I want to. I want to talk to Marcus. I want. I want. I want to read a script. And as soon, first of all, I think I read your script first, Marcus. I read your script first, and oh, I, wow. I loved it. And then I. That's when I want to talk to you. That's what it was. Mm. So then I was like, get that dude on the phone. <laughs> wow, it's so um, crazy because she. It's funny. This is how. That's first of all. That's lovely to hear, Lish. I didn't know that. So thank you for that. Oh, wow. really? I didn't know that. I, oh, I, yeah. thought it was, I thought it was totally after the fact. No, no, no. no I read your script first. Then I want to talk to you. She fell in love with the character that yeah. I had written. Mm -hmm. So much so. Yeah. Dig this, Efren. Yeah. This, is, this is hysterical. So here's this actress. Here's this, like, you know, Emmy-nominated actress. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> falls in love with this character, who's not the lead character. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I didn't want to... It wasn't the lead. I didn't want to play the lead. It wasn't the lead character. Wow. So then, like, I, we're, we're actually in the space where I'm actually going to put the thing together. And I say to her, I was like, listen, why don't you... Why don't you play, you know, the lead character, the lead female of the film? And she's like, nah. <laughs> I don't want to play the lead. Why well, you didn't want to be the lead? Wow. She's like, oh, I want to play this trick. And then later, after we were done, I was like, you know, I you know, wanted you to be the lead. She's like, I turned down the lead? Wow. I'm like, yeah, I turned the lead down. <laughs> but because I, I because I did like the role of Lorraine so much. I did I, I that role it was it, if you if you see it, it's like yeah. it's she, she's a she's a it's a funny, crazy character, and she's yeah. she's she's melodramatic and kind of nuts, but in a lovable way. And I just related to her, so I was like, I relate to this girl in some ways. I it was it was like so different from the soap, and yeah. and I got to play. And she dresses from the nineteen forties, so I got to like dress really cool. And like I just I just wanted to play her. Mm. Um, of course, later I did find out that I turned down the lead, but you had a wonder. You had a great lead, Marcus. Yeah, she's great. She's amazing. So oh. it all it, it all worked out. But by the way, we we hadn't met until I actually did your film. Is that could that be? No, no. So, because what happened was, was I, on, we kept talking we got on the so phone. Close. Yeah, we kept we were talking on the phone for like at least a year. Yeah. Um, and we got so close that I actually decided to write something with her in mind, and then we had a table read. Lish came out to LA for something. Mm -hmm. Oh, we set yeah. up a table read for this other piece and that's how we met. That's how we actually met. Oh, that's right. It's all that's coming back to... Wow. Yeah. It's kind of funny how you guys are talking about it now and then all the memories are coming back now from how you guys met. <laughs> totally. Well, because it's, because I feel like I've known him forever because he knows me so well and he writes he writes for me so well. So it, it's like, it just goes, I feel like Marcus has just kind of always been there. But if you think about it, like, I've known him, I've been back in New York for six years. So I've known him six years. Yeah. Um, Is that crazy? But, yeah. I, but, but most of it was us talking on the phone um, yeah. because, you know, we're on different coasts. But then I was, I've, I've been able to fly out there a few times. 
and be a part of his things, which has always been fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm always thinking about Lish. I'm oh. always thinking about Lish because she's just, she's great. She deserves to be a star. I don't understand why she isn't. It doesn't matter because it's going to happen. <laughs> That's that. She's a lunatic. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. The real reason you like to talk to me is because I'm, I'm a lunatic and I'm filthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's funny because, like, she, uh, her husband will read the stuff that I write. Yes. You know, for her. Uh, and the greatest, the best compliments that I get come from <laughs> Lish's husband. Because she okay. read, he read the, the latest thing that we're doing. And he, he told her, he was like, so this is hilarious, and Marcus knows you well. Yeah, that's like yep. the greatest. That's the greatest critic. In the, so obviously, Richie has fantastic taste. Richie does have good taste. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Lish, do you feel do you feel like there's more like opportunity in California as opposed to New York, or you the, did you feel like you had more adventurous activities in California than? It's, it's interesting, you know, there, there's definitely, I definitely feel like there's, in general, there's a little more in California, because it's Hollywood, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, there's there's just so many things that are casting out of there. However, when I moved back to New York, um, they were saying, you know, you don't have to go to LA anymore for pilot season. There, it's, it's, there's so many shows being done in New York now, there's so much work in New York now, more than ever before, so when I moved back here... Um, I found myself auditioning more than I did in L.A. and, um, you know, just doing more and, and being a part of, of, of more things than I was in L.A. And I think it's just because, like, you know, whatever. It's I think they knew me better in New York because I'm a New Yorker. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they knew me from the soap. And, and it's just different here. And, and I love both, but I felt like I was actually busier in New York. But I do think, at the end of the day, I think there's there's always going to be a little more work in Hollywood because it is Hollywood. But for me personally, New York felt like the right choice mm-hmm. for now, you know, for, for now. And it's just, there's if you guys, there's so many shows being done out here. In fact, today, <laughs> yeah. Richie sent me a picture. He got caught on like 34th Street because they, ta- they were filming um, the Spider-Man movie. He literally saw Spider-Man climb up a fucking building. <laughs> He's like... He's like, he's like, he's like, dude, I'm sitting, I'm out here right now, and Spider-Man's climbing up a building, and there's all these, the, the streets are blocked off, and there's all these people watching, and you know, it's just like a cool New York moment. You're, you're, you know, you're taking a stroll somewhere, and oh, there's, there's, there's Spider-Man going up a building. How about yeah. that? I mean, it's so there's always stuff being done here now more than ever, yeah. and maybe one day Marcus will shoot something in New York. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm absolutely gonna shoot something in New York. Oh, you know what? I think I know what it's gonna be too. I just, I just decided, actually. What? Already? What? <laughs> I, that was fast. <laughs> I just decided. So I wrote this thing. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's the dumbest question because, you know, we're talking, we're talking to you, Efren. Yeah. So, so we, we know we can curse with you. Yes. But, like, it just rolls off our tongue. It's so. totally fine. I said, my French. I said awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Trust me, this is this is not 2020, so you can say whatever you want. It's fine. <laughs> so, like, here's a here's here's a deal. Yeah, um, I I I'm I have this piece called Vice and Virtue. Vice, okay. That uh, was originally set 
oh man, you know what? We should tell T about this, Lish. Oh, uh, she's going off on a tangent. <laughs> it was originally set in Venice, right? Uh-huh. But it's this really cool sort of like old school Woody Allen esque. Wait, story. did I read this? I read this I don't one. Think no, I didn't. Okay, okay. No, I don't think you read this one. But it's it's this really cool, like like I said, old school Woody Allen esque type of film about two couples, um, two like you know upscale couples, and they end up thinking that they might be better off with each other's spouses. Oh, you told me about this though. Yeah, I told you about this. Yes. And and it's like, it's it's sort of like falling off of the immediate radar, which we'll get into a minute because there's stuff on the immediate radar. Uh But uh, this is something that, oh man, yeah. Wow, that sounds really deep. Okay, so so that's it. New York's always a great backdrop for anybody to shoot anything because it's just, because it's New York. I mean, you know, you know, you're a New Yorker, friend. Like you know. Yes, like, I. You know, there's. Yeah. You know, like to it. yeah to go off a tangent. There's what the only yeah. thing I miss so much about New York is a New York pizza. I mean, the taste oh, of a New York pizza will never yeah. leave my heart. Oh my god. It's a, it's a it's a real thing, you know. Richie's a New Yorker, and when we were in California, there's great food there. No, and great the great great everything there. Yeah. But he, he he was missing the pizza and the bagels. Oh, uh, the yeah. bagels. Because, yes. Because of the water, because the, yeah. they they say because of the water, and it's it's it like is. a real it's a real thing. It's um, a real thing. Yes. There's a place. Well, I don't know if it still exists, but there's a place in Westwood, California, that Kathy Moriarty owned, mm. uh, and it was a pizza place. And mm. you would go in there, and the pizza was it was phenomenal. And I asked the guy, I said, how are you doing? Because, you know, I'm, I'm not a New Yorker, but I was born in Philly. So, you know, I would go to New York to feel better about myself when I was there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, the guy said, he said, you know, we ship in the water. Oh. It's the water. That's what we do. Oh. It's, so, it's, it's, it's so true. It makes sense. It all makes sense. The hard sense. water. Wow. The hard yeah. water. The water, the water, the water. Hey, the coffee. My husband's from Bronx. That's how it's on. Hey, give me some water over here. I don't, people make fun of my accent when I say coffee. I say coffee, you know. Oh, because well, you're like a Bronx boy. You're like my husband. No, right? no, I'm Manhattan, 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 but it's oh, just. Wait, you are Manhattan, of course. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's oh just God. weird. Even like, um, like the 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 accent, the you know, I think that's why I I I miss a lot is more of like the diversity of of you miss food. the flavor of the people. That's yes, what you miss. yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, walking. New York is less. It's less of a city than it is like its own planet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Literally, the entirety right. of the globe. <laughs> Well, one, one never knows what will happen, yeah. you know? Oh, no, I know. 
Yeah, Marcus, you're not really you're not really missing out on snow, man. You're definitely not missing out oh, yeah. on snow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you know snow better than anybody. Oh yeah, you're not missing out. You know, I I, I think so. This is the first like well last last year is the first time I ever used a snowblower and wow oh, you know it's what? just I just feel oh, so so like country it's just so weird oh, I think my pe- God. <laughs> <laughs> you feel so country <laughs> no but you know but, but you know I, I, that's wrong to say because people who live upstate who have houses I'm, no, they have snowblowers no. too but it's just I, so I, different my, my sister has a snowblower totally but can you imagine me using a snowblower <laughs> No, I no, I I can picture you taking pictures with a snowblower, like a like a fashion, you know. So Marcus, mm-hmm. um, what are um, um, what um, you guys are working on? He was talking about. Oh my god, you guys are hilarious together. Uh, we find, I, so it's always been a goal of mine. Yeah. See, I get these weird things where, like, I mean, I, I do, I, you know, I have like favorite celebrities and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But there are people that I personally know mm-hmm. that are fucking just. And, and 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 I I I literally say to myself and to them, it's like, how do I even have access to you? Mm-hmm. Like I shouldn't I shouldn't I shouldn't be able to pick up a fucking phone mm-hmm. and and call Alicia Benchy. Like she's oh, that yes. fucking talented. No, you <laughs> know, that's how I feel about you with your writing. So you know what I mean? Like it's mutual admiration here. But, yeah. but, but, but I'm just saying, like, I should be talking to, like, fucking, like, it should be hard, it should be as hard to get to you no. as it is to get to Meryl Streep. Like, I should have to talk wow. to you. Wow. Are you high? Wow. Like, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, now that's how it fucking has, right? Wow. So, I'm always trying to find vehicles mm-hmm. uh, to sort of support that, you know, because, you know, listen, like, I still, I, I'm a big, I, I love acting. And yeah. But I don't. And you're a very good actor. Yes. Might I say, uh, having having uh, a scene with you. Yes, I did a film with him. Right. And he's a, you're a very good natural actor. It's just in you. That's just it. That's, right. that's one of the reasons why you're a good writer too, because you're just naturally uh, creative. But you have a lot to draw from. Yeah, you go. Okay. <laughs> I like to say words. Like you like to say yeah. words, right? Right. Uh, Marcus. No, I know. I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So that's the thing. I, I I'm always looking for something to do. Yeah. And I found something. I think. I think I finally found something that's like the perfect vehicle uh, uh-huh. for Lish the Dish here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna fucking blow up. Oh. So or that's just, what well, I'm hey, doing. Or, or blow. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. Either way. Oh, uh, yeah. Marcus. Um, I know you've written a lot of things, and and you know you've acted in a lot of things. But um, do you feel more creative control, like when you're writing as opposed to acting, or you like both of them equally? The whole thing uh, has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really entertain acting alone anymore mm-hmm. because. I'm not. I'm not in that. I'm not in that race anymore. Like I, I, I literally pulled myself out of it. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Uh, 
so for me, it's like I create things so that I can act in them uh, and, 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 and be a part of, of, of the production, which is what, what this is about, the, the show that we'll start talking about here soon. Um, but the goal for me is to create stuff that I did, that I love, that I can put myself in and then like work with incredible people. Mm-hmm. The home behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. So, you know, I've, I've mostly been sort of focused on film for the past few years. Mm-hmm. But uh, this, this, this new thing, this, I don't know, this thing, this thing just came to me and it hit and it checked all the boxes. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm super, I'm super stoked about it. Mm. So, well, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, so what is, well, what is it going to consist of? Can you give them details about it? Like The last thing that I was saying, because I sort of butted, was I basically just said that Marcus and I had been talking about what kind of auditions I was having, what kind of roles I was auditioning for, and like what kind of roles I was playing in some of my other jobs. And I think at the end of the day, this was just kind of a labor of love. We j- He just kind of organically created something out of our friendship that he wrote for me and and it's the kind of thing that i don't think anybody else would have written for him for me because they don't know me like him mm-hmm. so uh marcus you can go from there um we so yeah uh so back in january mm-hmm. lish calls me up yeah. And, you know, you know, if your listeners know or don't know, whatever, the thing about Lish that is so unique is that she literally looks like an angel. Like, she Aww. has these angel- angelic features, right? Yeah. But she's got the filthiest fucking mouth <laughs> and mind oh, ever. So she's like, so she calls me up, she's like, ah, these motherfuckers, these goddamn fucking... Every time I try to do a goddamn thing, they don't want somebody in a goddamn soap. And then I can't get in the goddamn fucking, 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 fuck, fuck. <laughs> And I'm like, and I go, I know, I hear ya. And she's like, yeah, it's fucking shit. It's fucking bullshit. I try to sit in the goddamn fucking prime time. And I get a little guest spot on the fucking thing. But they don't want to have me fucking read it a regular. Because I've been on a fight. You know, I, you know, all my jokes, that's still fucking entertainment. It's still fucking TV, but goddamn it. Wow. You know, by like, the way, I remember I was having a day because I'm not usually like that. I'm usually like, whatever, go with the flow. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. I remember I was I was like I was in the midst of having a crazy pilot season. I remember. And it was usually I I usually I mean, I'm I'm grateful, I'm good, it's fun, I'm I'm grateful to have whatever comes my way. But I remember specifically, this was like a crazy pilot season for me. And I had gotten close to a bunch of things. And, um, you know, I was honestly just feeling frustrated. You know, that happens where you're you're good for a while. Then you get frustrated. And that's just like the nature of the business. And you happened to catch me. I remember that day. It was, I was having a day. And I just vented to you. I was like, blah, 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 blah. But you heard me. Like you, 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 and it was like, there was no one specifically to be pissed off at because I was like, at the end of the day, I gotta be grateful. I'm going on these auditions. Some actors don't get to do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So right. I, I had to put myself in my place. But you also heard me, and you heard my frustration, and yeah. you like 
did something with that. You, not only did you do something with that, you went with it and you ran with it. <laughs> so, 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 so the preceding is Lish covering her tracks. But basically, <laughs> right, so like, so she was fucking mad. And I was, I was like, not. you know what? I was like, here's the thing. And I did it because I'd been through that shit and I walked away from it because I was like, fuck y'all. Yeah. But, um, I, I, you know, I said to her, I was like, you know what? It's weird because, like, I feel like, and I said this to her, I was like, you know, you, your name carries, I mean, you're a fucking Emmy nominee. That's like a big deal. Yeah. Like, you should lean into the soap thing instead of, like, fighting against it because, like, mm-hmm. maybe that's where the door is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she was like, ah, <laughs> Just so like that? <laughs> I said, you know what? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me fuck around a little bit. Let me like pour a glass of whiskey and fuck around, and do some shit. Yeah. Go fucking make out with your husband. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> so I started like writing this stuff, and I was like, okay, so what can I do? Like, what's the thing? What's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, what would be cool if there's like this soap star who's like really wanting to be taken seriously? As because honestly, like. Nobody in Hollywood really takes soap stars seriously. I mean, YouTube people get more respect from Hollywood than yeah. crazy. Uh, soap stars. You yeah. know it's what I mean? Cra- it's crazy. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, I have so many friends on shows right now that are by far, I'll name a few, Taurus Decay, Tamara Braun, that are some of the most talented people I've ever met, seen, worked with, watched. They're on soaps, they're kicking ass. And yeah. I, I, But I hear what you're saying, just in terms of casting people and stuff. It's, do we cast these soap stars or do we cast this YouTube celebrity? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, like, they can't. You, they, they can't. I don't know if you know this, Efren, but, like, yeah. actors now... They can't even get auditions unless they have a certain amount of fucking Twitter followers mm. or Instagram followers. Wow. Like, if you only have, like, a few hundred followers of shit, you can't even audition. Like, wow. that's how fucking, like, crazy this, in- this internet shit got. So I'm thinking about this, and, like, this is fucking nuts, right? Yeah. And so I thought, well, what if, like, there was this soap actress who's, like, this, like, exact, like, crazy exaggerated version of Lynch? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not the Lish I know, yeah. but the Lish that called me going, Damn, motherfucker, I'm that Lish. That, that Lish like, as like, a person. Like, like the R-rated Lish that people don't get to see that often because yeah. I, I don't let many people see that. Yeah. Right. But she's fucking hilarious. She's, she's, she's really fucking angry. And, you know. So I start writing this thing and I and I was like, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna create this character named Murphy. Uh-huh. And... The only rule for Murphy, there's two rules for Murphy. The shit had to be funny because it was a comedy. And everything had to get progressively worse for her as mm-hmm. the series went on. So yeah. I created the show where this, this this soap star gets kicked off of her soap and becomes this like sort of like media pariah. Mm-hmm. And as she goes about her life, all of the stuff that's starting to happen in her life is reminiscent of like soap opera tropes mm-hmm. right but instead of it being like it would happen in a soap opera where like she's like balled up in a corner and she's crying and it's all super melodramatic yeah like her basic reaction to everything is like oh god damn it seriously i gotta deal with this fucking shit now yeah. like it's like a whole different like wow. tune, like a whole different sort of thing yeah. on it and that's how uh that's how the show murphy 
was created. So I wrote this pilot. Yeah. Murphy, uh, as Murphy. in, as in <laughs> Murphy's Law. Oh. As, in, as in, it's Murphy's Law that whatever is going to go wrong in her life is going to go wrong. But we right. take you for a very funny ride. So whereas... You know, if if I were still on a soap, perhaps I would have reacted, like you said, crying and upset. But now my, my character, she is irreverent, crude, sarcastic. She says what other people think. Mm-hmm. You know, other people may think it, but she has the balls to say it. She right. doesn't give a shit, which is just, there's something really freeing to be able to play that because yeah. I've never played anything like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I also worked for ABC. I worked for Disney, so I can't say half of, you know, I could never say anything like that on the soap, mm-hmm. but now you've got this woman who's <laughs> saying things that people say in real life and people think, like, kind of fucked up stuff, yeah. But, yeah. but she's just being honest, and that's the humor in it is that she just does not, she does not... She has no filter whatsoever. Yeah. Um, she, but she's, but she's also like she's, she's strong and she's not a quitter. Like she no, knows right, what right, it is that right. she wants. She's loyal to the people that she cares about in her own way. And you know, she's like, she's not gonna ball up in a corner and fucking give up. She's gonna give you fucking hell. Like you're trying to throw her down a ditch. And she's like, motherfucker, I don't give a shit. I'm like, fuck you. I'm climbing up this guy. Yeah, ship. oh god, that's there's that just reminds me of like one scene. There's one scene when you just said you just said fuck you, there's like one scene where that's just one of the funniest scenes in the pilot. Oh is, right. yeah. there's a funny scene with her and her boss. And when yeah. when when we make this and, and things progress, you will know what scene we're talking about when it comes, but it's a very funny scene with her and her boss that made me laugh out loud when I read it. Yeah. I've read the whole season, and I literally laugh out loud every time. Every every episode, I go, oh, my God. I He said, she said, what? And, and then I laugh. I'm like, oh, no, he did not just write that. He did write that. This, this is definitely going to be a very specific um, audience uh you know, like not, maybe not specific. Well, yeah, specific. This is this is an audience who likes fun, filthy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which is actually yeah. a pretty big audience, but yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. How much? How much is Murphy Lish and Lish is Murphy, or is it polar opposites? Um. Well, well you know what? It's, uh, okay, so you know, Matt, let me go get some more whiskey. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> um. There's a lot. You know what? There's there's a lot of Alicia and Murphy because that's sort of what inspired him to write the character. Uh-huh. So there's definitely a lot of me, but then there's things that I couldn't do or say that I would never have the balls to do or say that she does. So in some ways, she's exactly like me, and in other ways, she's opposite of me, mm-hmm. which is what's so fun because then I can put so much of myself into her Mm-hmm. easily but then i can do things that i would never get to do or i would never yeah. do so it, it's like it gives me um it's giving me the the okay to do outrageous stuff like it's an outrageous show yeah. it's outrageous yeah. in the very in the most fun way yeah um, it's like a it's like a it's 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 a mere it's like a ridiculous look at we are living in ridiculous times Right, like the, the sure. like without without talking about any specific, you know, orange people. Like we live in <laughs> some very ridiculous times, and really crazy, ridiculous things are happening. 
nothing that happens in Murphy is more ridiculous than anything right. going on on the six o'clock fucking news. It's just uh, funnier. So, you know, what we are is sort of like a mirror, like the, like a, we're like a, like a fun house mirror of what's going on in society. Totally. Yeah. The thing that I feel really good about as a writer and a creator is that Murphy is a strong woman. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that is a big mirror to what's going on in society, in society as well. Yep, yep. She may not be, you know, the best person. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she might need to do a little, you know, there might need to be a little some, sort of some self-help, some self-improvement. She, I was going to say might, some, 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 some therapy, some meditation, yeah. something. <laughs> right, she, right, she, right. Might, she might need to learn how to meditate and read some fucking books and shit, but... <laughs> But, but she's she's a strong fucking woman, yeah. and she cares about what she cares about fiercely, uh, even when it's you know just her. Uh, right. And 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 so I think that's the thing. You know, I remember there's an episode of Murphy because I wrote I wrote the first two seasons outright. Wow. Uh, and uh, it was just it was just like I was just inspired to do it. And also, also I think this is important. I think it's important to talk about. A little bit, just the team behind the show. That's uh, what I was gonna say. Okay. Right, right, right. We for have sure. we have an incredible team behind the show. Uh, there's a young. So basically, you know, a very you know short history here. Alicia took the show to a gentleman by the name of Michael Pomerico, who mm-hmm. is like I mean, dude's got like six Emmys sitting on his wall uh, mm-hmm. from directing All My Children and Days of Our Lives and all of this. So he's yeah. like. You know, he's a fucking king in that world. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, then, Michael did Days of Our Lives? Well, I don't know. Well, I, don't maybe, know I, I never I never watched shows. I don't know what he did. No, 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 no. No, Sonia, Sonia did Days of Our Lives. But you know what? Okay. Right, 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 right. Just clarify. But he's got, he's, but he's got yeah. six. He's got six. Yeah, he's a good egg. Yeah. And then they, together, they took it to Sonia Blangero, who is, like, actively right now directing Days of Our Lives. And she did Tainted Dreams. Tainted Dreams, that Alicia also starred in. She, as a powerful woman, read it, loved it. She got involved. She brought her husband, Brandon, uh, how do you say Brandon's last name? Goins? Goins? Goes? Goins? Goins? Sonia's husband. Instead so, of Brandon's so, wife. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Sonia's handsome husband. Right? Sonia, yeah, Sonia's hot younger husband. I Sonia, know. Sonia, do your girl. So 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 he comes in and he's got this credible incredible marketing mind. Yeah. Um and they took it to the Rehab. company called Rehab Entertainment with like the incredible John Hyde and, and Teresa Kelton who got it immediately. Which mm-hmm. is like almost unheard of. They just they just totally locked in, um, and now we've got this fantastic team behind this thing that we're gonna hit the town with, top of 2019, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. Uh, so I just I just wanted to say that because there right. is this huge component of this show yeah, yeah. that is pushing it forward, um, and I love that it just literally came out of the friendship that right right um so i think i feel like you guys are all friends and i feel like and it's so good that you said that i feel like you guys are all 
we're all like a tight knit group now. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've become close with them. And, and, you know, I love, I love that sort of my worlds are colliding. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're from the, the, the film world and the primetime world and they're from the daytime world and then these worlds are colliding and then you've got Teresa and John who, you know, are from, they do everything and they're this great yeah. production company and all these worlds colliding and we're all on the same page with the show. We all right. find the same things funny. Um, that crazy photo shoot that we just did for all the promo photos that we sent some <laughs> to you. Everybody, yeah. you know, everybody came in, flew in, came to my house and we did this shoot together and, you know, we literally laughed our way through the shoot. We laughed. We, everybody was just laughing. We were all on the same page, and it's nice that everybody – it's just a very supportive group, which yeah. is exciting because it makes going forward pitching the show that much more exciting because you know everyone's excited about it. Um, so it's, it's good. It's all good energy. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. This, and it's scheduled to be air, and aired in 2019? Um, well, we're pitching 2019. Pitching? You're pitching 2019? Okay. Yeah, we're in, we're in – development right now so okay uh the pictures that you saw are part of that uh right the, the, okay. the yeah okay and you, yeah i mean that's what it, and you have you have the first two seasons already down like you already wrote them down everything is all written down already oh yeah wow i wrote i wrote the first two seasons just out of like you know fun uh and wow. then I, uh, I i i basically plotted out the, the the five I plotted out five seasons of the show. Okay, so you uh, you already have an end game in sight. You already know what the ending is, pretty much, right? Just well, a, you know what? Here's the thing, Efren. I did. Yeah. Until <laughs> we got on the fucking phone with you. Yeah. And Uh-oh. now I kind of I kind of I kind of see like a season six. Wow. <laughs> I had plotted out. I had plotted out five seasons. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's a whole trajectory to where Murphy goes. Um, and again, like I said, like the whole thing has to be like, you know, everything goes wrong for her, but there's like realizations that she comes to in the whole bit. Mm-hmm. So I had figured out, okay, it's a five year run, the whole bit, and that's cool. Um, but yeah, now I see like, I see a six, I see a sixth season. Six oh my season. God. I very clearly see a sixth season now. Yeah. Uh, Marcus, for like shows in general, you know, like, you know, from the Breaking Bads to like the Better Call Souls, what do you think is a good, a good amount of seasons for a show? I think it depends on the show. So funny. I was just, I was literally just thinking that. I was like, "Hmm." you know, some shows can have a lot of seasons and some don't need so many. It really depends, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it really, it depends on the show. And I think it also depends on the writing. I mean, if you look at a show like, Supernatural, which is in its like what tenth, twelfth season? Yeah, oh yes, yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. But like, but like, no, I'm kidding. It's not sixty-seven seasons. No, it's like, what is it like twelve, right? Twelve or fifteen, fourteen or fifteen or something like that. Yeah. But the the original plan for Supernatural was five seasons. Yeah. Wow. And the creator walked away. He's like, listen, I'm, you know, I I, I did the first five and I'm good. But the network still wanted it to go because the ratings were there, and the writers that had come up with him were like, "You feel like we got some directions we can go in." And Supernatural, like, there's no reason that should still be on the air, but it's fucking great. Yeah. And they, yeah. and they, and they, I mean, you know, these these guys have like died, gone to heaven, they gone to hell. That's amazing. It's a. Yeah. It all depends, you know. Yeah. I think I think if they're talking about shows that are comedies, um, shows that are you know, reminiscent of what, what we're trying to do with Murphy. Yeah. You know, my, the first, the first 
salvo, I would point to is it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the closest to, you know, what it is that we're doing. Wow. And that's been on the air. That's like 12 seasons. Is it really that long? Yeah, it's wow. been a long time. That's impressive. It's been a long yeah. time. But I think, you know, I think what it is is the, the key is funny. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think as long as the show is funny and doesn't wear out its welcome... I think yeah. good. I think yeah. that's what we need to learn from like the, the the British shows. Yes. Yes. Like the Brits they get in and they get out. You know, before it gets like <laughs> before it gets like, before it's too much and you're like, Stop already, I'm done with you. Yeah, yeah like you yeah. don't wanna be you don't wanna be watching a show in season six and be like, Didn't they do this episode in season yeah. three? Right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you've got to have the stories to tell. Yeah, the only yeah. show, that, that, that British show that it's ongoing is Doctor Who, which always reinvents itself like every season, just about. I don't know if you watch Doctor Who, but they always Doctor switch. Doctor Who's been around since the 60s. Yeah. It's fucking great. Well, I mean, yeah. I, watched it, I watched it when I was little, but I know this, this is the new one now, but I remember the old ones. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> yeah. Who. But wasn't there like a big like, hole, like a big hole, round hole with music? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Like, it was like a tunnel? Yeah. Yeah. Am I going crazy or is that what it was? It was a tunnel. And it was like, it kind of used to freak me out, but I used to like it anyway. Yeah. And I feel like Doctor Who kind of has my hair. In fact, I should play Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Who is great. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Well, he's first of all, he's Murphy's best friend. Okay. Um, and you know, he's got his own he's got his own things that, that, that he's into and he's got some, some things that, that he's up to. He's he's always very supportive of her, but he does have an obsession. His obsession is Singaporean soap operas. <laughs> he sits dramas. Oh sorry, go ahead. You've got to say it. you say it better than me. <laughs> Uh, Singaporean dramas. So he basically sits home and he watches his daytime dramas, but they are not American dramas. They are only from Singapore. So it's it's an interesting little part of his character because you don't expect it when you see him, you, you know. And and he's also he's also very sarcastic. He rags on Murphy all the time, and, and as, as the way best friends would. Um, right? He's supportive, but he makes yeah. fun of her in the very best yeah. way. And I was going to say, and I'm thinking all the characters are so funny in this, which is what I think is so key about having a good comedy. It's not just my character. Every single character is so funny and so specific. And we're really looking to find some really good people to fill out some of these other characters because there's some roles that they're great roles for people. Mm -hmm. Would you say, Marcus? Like, yeah. Do you have any super? Do you have any actors in mind for the other roles? Yeah, we do, but we, uh, we actually we, we actually should should not say, yeah, but we, we have we have many in mind. Okay. Yeah. I mean these these roles are so funny and outrageous that I just <laughs> there's there's a Do character <laughs> I can't yeah, I don't laugh and laugh. Detective Simpson. There's there's a detective. He's like this hot. The detective, but he's so stupid. He's just so dumb. What? He's just—he's he's, just—he's just so darn dumb. But it's such a great role at the same time. It's just such a funny. But it's going to take a really good-looking guy and a really funny guy to pull it off. Mm. And um, really—he actually—he gets off. It turns him on when people call him stupid. Oh yeah, he loves it. He's like, call like, me he, stupid. He, like, like, he yeah, loves he it. Likes it. Yeah. He, he's like, that's what gets him off is being called stupid. It's the hottest yeah. thing in the world. I mean, who thinks of these things? Marcus Redman. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I got problems, folks. Uh, but you know, but you, but you put these problems into paper and you put these problems into these characters because yeah. then let's discuss Julia. I mean, <laughs> what? Tell me about She's, Julia. Yeah. Yes, yes. Marcus. Wait, no, Gloria. She's, oh, wait, wait, Julia. Who, who is Julia? Is that? I just That's made Gloria. that up. Oh. I don't know. Made that shit up. Okay. <laughs> Alicia's just making shit up. Good. I'm the writer here. Gloria, Gloria, Gloria. Julia. Iro ironically, I'm the one drinking booze. I, I, know. Know. I was about to say that. Who's drinking whiskey now? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. He's up on the Cheerios, Wish. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm OD here. Uh, no, Gloria. Gloria. Create, well, I've created uh, probably the most the most racist white woman. Oh, oh. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's super racist. So, uh, like, offensively I, racist. Like, yeah. I feel like, I feel like racism, like, really blatant racism coming out of like old white ladies is yeah. really funny uh. <laughs> it's really funny to me yeah so i created this character gloria that we're really excited about uh, and it's a great role for for a woman in her 
would she yeah. play in the yeah. 60s or 70s? Like, yeah. she plays the mother. Yeah. Um, she's also, she's she's also innately attracted to the thing that she supposedly hates. Right. So, so, so that's fun. Was uh, it, was it inspired it, by Archie Bunker? So funny that you said that. It's so funny that you said that. But, but that's very, he's very smart. It's yeah. so funny that you said that. Um, it probably wasn't inspired, right? But it's just funny because we we've mentioned Archie Bunker oh. with the with the others in the process right. of as you've been writing this. We we mentioned yeah. how funny Archie Bunker was and how yeah. he was before yeah. his time. Yes, you know. Yes. Yeah, the show like our goal really is to offend everyone. Uh, like like uh, South Park, like I keep saying yeah. South Park, but it's like South Park. South Park takes every race, creed, color, sexuality, religion, and offends you all with a laugh. Yeah, yeah. And, like that's you know that's what we wanted. Because like you know the thing is, so rehab. Uh, John Hyde was one of the executive producers of of the film The Happy Time Murders mm-hmm. that was just in theaters. Yeah. Which is like crazy offensive but really, really funny. But you know, it's like puppets. Yeah. Mm, right, so like right, puppets right. and cartoons, you can kind of get away with a lot of stuff. So sure, like the, the right. goal what we're trying to do here with Murphy is really push that boundary of like what you can get away with actual humans. Wow. <laughs> and, and like what you can do to sort of like be you know, offensive, but also, like, timely. Like, the thing that I really love about what we're doing with Murphy mm-hmm. is that we're not directly saying anything about what's happening, but it is a mirror, which I've mentioned before. Uh, and, and, and the idea is, like, listen, all of this is ridiculous. Like, everybody is so ramped up about their own, you know, personal situation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. Dude, my cat, cat is so she she is so about my whiskey. Oh, kitty you keep cat! This up, I'm gonna give you some whiskey. That um, <laughs> like it's her. Like it's so it's so everyone's so wrapped up in everything, and yeah. like we we don't sort of stand back and look at everything and be like, wow, like hey, we're all human beings. Like yeah, we've yeah, got different. Yeah, we've got yeah. different ideas. We've got different feelings. We've got, but like if we can, if we can stand away from all of that stuff and just observe it, as opposed to like being so deep in it, and realize yeah. like that we're all humans and we all want the same stuff, right? You know, right. we all want right. the same things, and so in a in a very large way, Murphy is sort of my response as a writer, as a person, uh, to everything that's actually going on in the world. Right. Uh, and, and I think if we can sort of make fun of all of this stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, about, and not take ourselves too seriously and say we're right. alive and well, let's get along. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's nonsense. It's, it's a lot of not, and not to yeah. say that it's not serious nonsense. It's not to say that things that are happening aren't serious and, and should be considered properly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the same time, on just a regular basic human level, as like people walking around dealing with each other, because the most of us 
are not in the boardrooms in Washington, D.C. Most of us are not making these decisions. Yeah, well, Kanye West is. Oh. Well, but, but he's, he, he's not most of us. He's, I know, you know, I know. But, like, you know, yeah. you, 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 to base your decisions based on, oh, well, this person thinks this, so I can't do that or whatever. Like, I understand it and I get it, but at the same time, I think we can laugh at some of this stuff and find a common ground in humor. And I think that's a really important thing to have, especially with the way the world is. Yeah. yeah. You know, I know there's this thing, a lot of people are talking about, oh, we have to redefine what humor is. And I completely disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to redefine humor. I think we need more. We need more of it. Yeah. yeah. We need more fucking laughter in, in what's going on. You know what I was going to say in hearing you say this? I was just thinking about the, the Gloria character, how we're saying how racist she is. First of all, you have Marcus, a black man, writing about this racist woman in a funny way, which mm-hmm. I just think is genius. But also, she also does represent a lot of people in our country. So, I mean, yeah. let's be honest here. So we're taking something that really exists and we're just showing people, look how ridiculous she is, you know? Right. Um, we're, la- we're, we're laughing at it, even though it is a serious thing. We're taking something that's serious, and we're we're just making it funny. And like you said, it's almost like we're, we're showing you how ridiculous it is. I don't think I ever actually told you my my real, uh, <laughs> real inspiration behind Gloria. You might have. I don't know. I don't know if I ever told you. So... So here's the deal, Efren. Like, yeah. In my whole life, mm-hmm. um, I've always sort of been this oddball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've always been this weird dude that, like, people really don't know what to make of. Uh, and I also have this odd thing in my own head. Mm-hmm. So it's 2018, almost 2019, and this is the world that we live in. Yeah. But like, I will see elderly white people. Yeah. And I will think to myself, they lived in a world where I couldn't be here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, they lived in a world where I was not allowed to be in the same store they were in. Right, right. Like I wasn't allowed to like pick up the same stuff they pick up. Yeah. So like in my head, I I try to be extra nice to elderly white people. Mm-hmm. Like I'll hold doors open for them. I'll like you know try to help them. They're trying. I'm in a store and they're trying to pick something off of the shelf. And it, it, and I know it's my own thing, but I realize like they live in a world, and I don't know what their history is or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Inevitably. Old white people love me. <laughs> they fucking love me. They don't think you're cool. <laughs> well, you know what it is? They end up telling me stuff. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my own thing or whatever energy I'm putting out. But old, like old white people, you know, like, so, like, like, like also 65 and up. <laughs> what? I'm what? Incredibly charming and sweet. Like there is that, but you're, you're so sweet. You're thinking that that it's like they're not they're not used to seeing this big black man in dreads. You know, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. They will say stuff to me that's like totally racist, but that will exclude Amazing. me Wait, from really? it. <laughs> yeah, like okay, you so like when I was give an example. Oh. All right, so yeah, exactly. Example, school, please. Uh, I was in high school and I 
was tutoring this white girl. Yeah. And I she you said, were. all right, all right. I'm kidding. Somebody take her Cheerios away. <laughs> so no, so I'm telling like, like, you know, I'm helping this girl out, whatever. And I, she's like, well, can you come to my house or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I do. So I go to the house, and the dad's there. And the dad's, like, got a fucking shotgun out. What? Right? And he's got, like, he's got, like, the Confederate flag, like, up on the wall and shit. Oh, my. You know, it's, like, a whole fucking deal. And, like, instead of, like, being, like, the black guy that goes, oh, hell no. I'm just, like. (laughs) Okay, that's cool. I remember that because I used to watch Dukes of Hazzard. So it's like not a big deal to me. So he like watches me for like three weeks, right? And so I'm about to leave after the three weeks. And he pulls me aside. He says, well, just sit down, sit sit down on the couch. So I'll sit down on the couch with this dude. And he's like, you know, I like you. Mm. You're not like the rest of them. Oh, my. Wow. I tell you what, if you want to date my daughter, I'd be all right with that. But just you, wow, and just just you, you 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 would be all right. Wow, and I was like, all right, <laughs> I don't really want to date your busted daughter, but <laughs> okay, all right. Like this is the kind of thing like they'll wow. People will say to me like, you know, I like you. You're not like the rest of them. Wow, that, that's such a racist thing to say. Yeah, I mean, it's like the weirdest backhanded compliment to you, but like, what yeah. what a fucking fucked up weird thing to say. Right. That's, you know? where, that's where Gloria came from. Wow. What a fucked up weird thing to <laughs> yeah. say. Like, She's like, I don't, what? like, I don't know about the rest of them, but I like you, you know? Right. <laughs> like, like right. So, because, so, and here's the, here's the really weird fucked up part of it. Because of that, I have never met an old white person that doesn't fucking love me. Wow. <laughs> Old white people love oh me. Oh my God, this is amazing. Like, I'll be like in a, like a, like a restaurant or a, like a supermarket or whatever, and they will literally just start a conversation with oh, us. so funny. Like, old white folks will be like, man, they keep these crackers high up on the shelf. Oh, they like, <laughs> like, like, so sure they funny. sure do. Can I help you with the crackers? Oh, you know, I love the saltines. Can I? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Like, they, they absolutely love me. They love me. It's a weird, it's a weird thing in my life. That's a story uh, in and of itself. That's yeah. like, that's like a it's whole really other thing. little short film story <laughs> idea. In and of, seriously, like Marcus and all the old people. Like there's something, there's something to that. It. There's something to that. But um, it's weird too because I, you, I, you know, my dad. Okay, so my dad was much older when I was born, mm-hmm, right? So yeah. my dad. He loved all of the old, like, you know, oh, the music from the yeah. 30s and the 40s and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, I know, I know, yes. I know stars from the 30s and the 40s as much as yes. I know stars now. Yes, you do. You always put them in your films, too. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. know the music the same yes. way. So it's yeah. like, I'll, I'll end up in conversations with somebody and I'll mention Benny Goodman. And yeah. they're like, how do you like, know? How do you know exactly? <laughs> That's amazing. And then they love me, you know. Yeah. So yeah, Gloria was kind of born. Gloria's, Gloria, Gloria. Some we need somebody fantastic, and we will find somebody fantastic to play her because it is, it is a very timely, very hilarious role. Um, yeah. You guys, I'm looking at the clock, and I actually have yeah. to go be mommy now. Can you imagine that? I have to go be mommy now. Yeah. Um, 
I got all the f bombs out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, because you know, we could literally the three of us could sit yes. and shoot the shit for two more hours. Yeah. And you know, I do feel like there's so much more to cover. We're gonna definitely have to have like a part yes. two and part three. Yeah. Because because yeah. Murphy has just begun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it really has. List. Do you have any other projects in the horizons or anything else coming up or? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> it happens to be yet something else with Marcus and a film that's also being produced by the rehab production company that Marcus wrote. And what is the name of it, Marcus? After the Horizon. It's uh, called After the, After the Horizon. Horizon. So it's so funny that you just said that. Um, <laughs> that that is that is a film that Marcus wrote that takes place in South Africa. And this might have to be a conversation for you guys. Cause you know so much more about it than I do. Um, right. but this is something that I just read and Marcus has had in the works and all sorts of interesting things are going on with it to be filmed in May in South Africa. And wow. I'm playing a character, I'm playing a character in it that is so opposite of Murphy, which is great. You know, she's, she's just a different type of human being. Yeah. Um, but th- this opens up a whole conversation about okay. me, Marcus, and, and the South Africa talk. Because yes. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> that, no, because that's a funny conversation. But Marcus, if you guys want to talk a little bit more mm-hmm. about it, because I have to go, you guys totally can, and I can chime in another time. But that that's something that will um, also be done in 2019. So it's nice to know that I've, I've got, you know, my hand in a few Marcus Redmond projects. Um, oh, that's awesome. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, and we'll do more. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna hang up on both of these so you guys can, you know, talk. <laughs> yep. talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk we can talk shop. Um it's so nice to talk to you, Efren. Nice I, I, I I love talking to you and I do feel like as time goes on we're gonna have a lot to a lot more to share with you yeah. as we kind of go on this ride. Yeah. Um and I just, you're so supportive of me and Marcus, so thank you. No, I appreciate it. That's what keeps really us going. Like, it. we do appreciate it, and it's great, you know, to talk with you and kind of just get the word out. Like, it's people like you that, like, help us, you know, keep things going, and and, and it's exciting to, to share stuff with you, so. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, you know, it's an honor, and I know some people could be, like, annoying, but, like, I want to talk to you now or whatever, but, you know, I appreciate your patience, and I appreciate, you know, oh, it's the time great. It worked out know. perfectly. Like, we've yeah. literally been talking about, you know, having three of us do this for a long time, so it worked out perfect that it's right as we're, we really have some great stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so we're, 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 we're going to discuss, we're going to discuss some spiders crawling up my ass another time. I'm going to leave you guys with that. Marcus, you can explain to him what I just said. Um, that's just a fear I have. It's just a fear I have. Um, that's okay. We'll make it come true. Great. Okay. Um, you guys have a great oh, night. You and too. Marcus, love. Uh, I'll be talking to you soon, Marcus, of course. All right, sweet. Love All right. Okay, guys. All love right. you. Bye, Bye-bye. everybody. Bye. Bye. Hey, Marcus. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, she likes to run off at the mouth. You want to ask some questions or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, like, now, so you have that project coming out. You have a lot of other projects. Um, 
basically yeah. just want to talk to you about, I guess, you know, you've done a lot of writing and acting and now you have all these projects coming up. Um, is it, you know, with the whole, you know, Me Too movement, everything is so PC now and everything is like real sensitive nowadays. Is it hard to be an expressive writer with all these things are happening in the news now with like, like, could you be really a free writer with, you know, and being politically correct with everything that's going on in the world? You know what's funny? Um, I actually... I don't really feel... Uh, I don't feel like the stress of, oh, I've got to adjust um, to the Me Too world because I've always written toward female characters. Like, I've always, I've always done it. Like, even when, like, it wasn't the popular or cool thing to do, I've always wanted to create roles for women. I've always wanted to write toward actresses. There was always like actresses that I thought were incredible that I wanted to sort of showcase and attach to projects that I had. I mean, I've lost representation over it. Yeah. You know, like I've had representation say in the past, wow, you know, can you write something, you know, with a male lead? And I'm like, yeah, I think I think dudes are good. I think they're covered. Why mm-hmm. why can't we write something that's got a female? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I've kind of always been in that in that mindset. I mean, obviously, you know, Murphy is a female lead. Uh, you know, after the Horizon, you know, really the the, the heart of that story is a story about two sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of always been in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So I've never, I, I no, it doesn't, it doesn't really change anything that I do, because yeah. um, I've already, you know, been on that boat. Wow, wow, that's awesome! It's awesome that you know, you know, you you're being a free thinker and a free writer that you can you know, harness all these, this energy that you have from being in the acting world to writing now and all these projects you had before and all these projects you have now. It's amazing what you've done with your career. As some people would say, oh, I'm pretty much done. There's nothing much I can do. I'm not getting any work. You know, you pretty much are making your own work and putting yourself out there. So that's amazing. Thank you, man. No, I, I just, you know, for me, for me, it's really just about having, having something to say. You know, I yeah. think I think there has to be some sort of some sort of value in in what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, like that's kind of the whole thing. I just want to I want to tell these stories because I feel like I have stories that I want to tell about the human experience and the entirety yeah. of the human experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's kind of where my whole thing is. And my final question for you, Marcus, is what would, I, I asked you this before, but your answer probably changed now. What would the Marcus of today tell the Marcus of yesterday? <laughs> um, gosh. Chill out. <laughs> Chill out, relax, trust. Yes. Stop freaking out and trying to control everything. Just... Just trust, trust your creativity. 
Yes. And that's something we, we can all do, chill out. Because, you know, sometimes yeah. we don't stop to smell the roses. We don't appreciate what we have in front of us is, you know, we're just so busy with life and being consumed with a lot of things, especially with our political climate and everything going on in the world. Like, sometimes you just have to look and reflect, you know? You know, it's funny. It's like, it's like what you give, what you give attention to mm-hmm. uh, is what grows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you, if you are just so focused, it's kind of funny because, like, I'll tell people this and they get really sort of frustrated about it. But, you know, during the election, right? Yeah. If you think about the election in 2016, where was all the attention? It was all on Trump. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about Trump. Yeah. And who won? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, we we as human beings, we spend so much time, you know, focusing on what we don't want, and then what we don't want happens. Yeah. And then we're like, how the fuck did this happen? Well, that's where you put your attention. Yep. Like, put your attention on what you want, yeah. not what you don't want. Because, yeah. you know, that's, you attract that shit, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, all through 2016, the attention was on Trump. Yeah. There's no way, he's never going to do it, it's never going to be it. And there was no positive, no, there was no equally positive, strong, emotional input yeah. in the other direction, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, you know, that's the power of human beings, yeah. So I think I think it's really about really focusing on what it is that you want yeah. and giving no attention to what you don't want mm-hmm. so that you know you can make what you want happen. Yeah. You're right about that. Um Marcus on um, promote your social media, promote your um um pages, Instagram, Facebook, whatnot. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I spent so little time on Facebook because, and, and less time on, on Twitter because Twitter has become a dumpster fire. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I, I like, I like Instagram. Instagram's fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what am I, who am I? I? It's just, yeah, it's just my name. Marcus Redmond. That's it? Yeah. It's just my name. I think there's like a, like a dash or something yeah. between my name and, like Marcus Dash Redmond, like yeah. the little dash, the one yeah. that's on the bottom, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Marcus, thank you so much. I can't wait for you know your projects to come out, and I look forward to hearing more stories. <laughs> and I hope every <laughs> I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>